Welcome to the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast with me, Dave Roberts. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about the use of low-code and no-code platforms and the benefits and drawbacks of using this technology. So let's start with understanding what low-code, no-code development platform provides. It's a software development environment where a graphical interface is used to create applications rather than traditional hand-coded computer programming. Low-code systems require users to have a basic knowledge of coding, while no-code platforms enable people with no software coding experience to build applications by simply dragging and dropping reusable component parts. Often, no-code platforms are used to solve functional use cases such as automation of back office activities, providing reporting or dashboarding functionality. It also enables you to create desktop applications, mobile applications, or websites without needing to write any code. Often, no-code platforms are used to solve functional use cases such as automation of back office activities or providing reporting or dashboarding functionality. It also enables you to create desktop applications, mobile applications, or websites without needing to write any code. So while this is very useful, these types of solutions are often not scalable at an enterprise level and often follow a monolithic design. In contrast, a low-code platform will often approach the development from a perspective of a software developer. This means that architectural design is often more scalable for enterprise environments with greater flexibility to use things like APIs and follow more of a microservices design architecture. It's therefore important to think about the scalability needed when developing a new solution using either a low-code or a no-code platform. Understanding whether the solution needs to be extendable beyond its initial use case is important and if it needs to integrate with any other systems. Traditional coding is always going to be more flexible, but it also requires specialist skills and we need to consider where it's appropriate to use hand-coded solutions versus low-code solutions versus no-code solutions. Low-code and no-code platforms help to bring a degree of consistency and standardization to software development, which in turn also helps to reduce the testing time required with applications. But why are so many people talking about low-code and no-code platforms? Well, part of the reason is being driven by the shortages we see in the labor markets for skilled software developers. Companies are reporting that their biggest challenges are around the recruitment of skilled IT resources and in particular software developers. Combine this with the need for greater business efficiency, and it's not surprising that low-code and no-code platforms are becoming so popular. There are more and more platforms being released that allow you to develop websites and create iOS and Android apps and automated processes. In fact, the IDC have estimated that within the next two years, there will have been more than 500 million apps developed. And within the next three years, Gartner believes that low-code platforms will account for more than 65% of application development. As technology leaders across our various industries, we need to understand the emerging trends and how we are the technology enablers, really, to support a new generation of citizen developers. But not everyone will have the ability to develop enterprise-level applications on low-code and no-code platforms. There is still a certain degree of analytical skill set that will be required to develop some of these more complex or business-integrated solutions. For many years, there's been a focus on how we remove shadow IT from organizations. I've spoken about this in previous podcasts. Often people who are classed as being shadow IT were those analytical thinkers. I believe we really need a fundamental shift now to how we work to support and focus on building a culture that embraces shadow IT. 
Shadow IT is really just about being a digitally enabled business that uses technology to improve process efficiency and help gain competitive advantage in what is now a very digitally focused society. The low-code, no-code platforms allow people to focus on the business logic and help to deliver value very quickly and in a responsive manner. IT should therefore be helping with the architecture that supports low-code and no-code platforms, working with business functions to help identify the critical data points required. So will low-code and no-code platforms replace traditional platforms? Well, I don't think they will. I believe that in the future, there will be more of a combination of low-code and custom development, but the agility to deliver solutions will rapidly improve and allow faster transformation. Low-code and no-code platforms mean that you don't have to create solutions from scratch. Instead, you can use pre-assembled component parts. This means that you can develop rapid prototypes and prove ideas very quickly, following a mentality of fail fast, or as I prefer to think about it, succeed faster. Those that fail to adopt low-code, no-code technologies will find themselves at a competitive disadvantage and risk falling behind with a new generation of software development. I hope you found this podcast interesting. Please let me know what other technology topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the podcast. And remember to subscribe and stay tuned for more inspiring tech leaders. 